Good morning, church. I'm not going to lie, I'm surprised at the size of the turnout with the spring forward. I was thinking most of these guys are going to show up accidentally to the second service and not mean to. So uh, we are excited to worship with you here today um, in person and online. We do have a few announcements uh, to get started. We would like to give you the results of the church vote last Sunday. And we want to uh, thank everybody who... Uh, was nominated and elected, so please continue to pray for all of our delegates, uh, missions council, and our board members. So that is uh, the voting results. And so continuing on with these announcements, tomorrow is our Zoom meeting uh, at 7 p.m. The link for that will be emailed out tomorrow. Thursday is our Zoom youth group. Woo! Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's fine. I don't expect most of you, but where are my youth people cheering? <laughs> the link for that will be emailed on Thursday. Um, and then today is the deadline for the payment for the women's retreat, which is happening March 20th, so that will be Saturday. Uh, please pay online or on our church website on the Give tab. Or you can put uh, cash or check in the tithe box and market uh, women's retreat. We will be having... Membership classes, March 21st and 28th, that will be next Sunday and the Sunday after. For anyone who is interested in becoming a member or who would like to learn more about us here at Home Church, uh, lunch will be provided, which is always a good incentive. Call the church office or let Pastor Carlos know if you're interested and uh, let us know which date you are planning on attending. Also, if you are interested in getting baptized, please let Pastor Carlos know. Easter Sunday, we will be taking in new members and doing baptisms. Thank you. I was like, uh, <laughs> perhaps I didn't say that well enough. On Easter Sunday, uh, the day of the resurrection, we will be doing baptisms <laughs> and reconfirming people into the name of the Lord. Thank you. <laughs> so it is time for Children's Church. Let's please welcome up Miss Anita. Come on, kids. Remember last week, you guys met a stiff-necked uh, giraffe. Remember him? This week, we've got a penguin, a nice fluffy penguin. I don't think they're that fluffy in the wild, though. When you think of penguins, you think of funny, flightless birds waddling around on the ice. They see in their mind's eye thousands of little black and white birds each one identical, swimming the Antarctic waters and crowding together on a piece of ice. Most people don't realize there aren't just one kind of penguins, but there's many, many kinds of penguins. There are black and white ones, which are usually the ones you see in the zoo. There are even white and orange ones, and there's some that are all black and there's some that are blue and white. And I just found out this morning that they discovered a yellow penguin. Wow, they've got all sorts of them. And some penguins swim. Some penguins don't swim. There are penguins that live in the cold weather. But get this, there are a lot of penguins 
that would prefer the warm climate. Some penguins are so fast, they can swim up to 22 miles an hour underwater. That is fast. That speed means that they're very good at catching their food. What do you think penguins eat? Fish, you're right. They love fish. In today's scripture, Jesus calls his first disciples. He doesn't call them to be preachers. He doesn't call them to be teachers. He calls them to be fishermen. You know, that sounds kind of strange to be a fisher of men. But Peter, James, and John, they were actually fishermen. So Jesus was talking to them in their language, something that they would understand. Now, when fishermen go out to sea, they use hooks and lures and worms to draw the fish in so that they can be caught. As Christians, we don't want to dangle a worm in some front of somebody and ask them to come to church, do we? Now, worms wouldn't work. But we do want to get their attention so that we can show them and tell them about God's love. A good fisherman knows that he needs a good worm on his hook to draw in the fish. Fishers of men know the one thing that draws people in, and that is Jesus' love. Be ready to share his love with others and tell them about Jesus when you get their attention. Now, kids, second service. Sorry, adults. You can't come. You're too old. We're going to be going fishing. And you get to take your fishes home. And then you're going to meet Bobby. Bobby had a weekend out with his dad. Dad took him fishing. It was a wonderful weekend until Bobby loses his rod in the lake. And that's not the worst part. Bobby goes in after it. Have a good week. I mean, the gummy worms would get me into church. (laughs) So we are going to enter a time of uh, giving and worship. For those of you who brought money for our alabaster offering, please feel free during the first song of worship uh, to include giving in the time, in the worship, as your worship, sorry, that wasn't written, it's not that I can't read, I just can't speak. Um, so as a part of your worship, if you have some money to put in the alabaster box, please feel free and uh, bring that down. And then if you would like another alabaster box to start for next year, we do have some extra of the small ones uh, sitting back on the sock box. And then for our tithes and offerings, um, we still have our three primary ways of giving. You can do it in person uh, at our tithe box in the back of the sanctuary. You can mail in a check or you can go online and uh, click the Give tab. At this time, we'll enter a time of prayer, so if everybody would bow their heads. Lord, we want to come before you today and recognize that we can't do any of this on our own. We humbly ask that you would give us your spirit today of wisdom and humility to understand the words that Pastor Carlos is going to give us and to apply it to our lives and the heart to accept the worship 
that our worship team will be descending for us. We ask for the strength to not be conformed to this world, to act as your envoys across this land, and to approach people in a spirit that can bring them back to you and unite people in your name. In your name we pray. Amen. Morning, church. Let's all stand to our feet. Hallelujah. So nice to see you all. If you're watching online, welcome to home church. Today we're going to lay our crowns at the feet of Jesus. We're going to focus on Jesus today. So awesome to see young people giving to the Lord, the next generation.
worship the King this morning. Sing it out, we fall down. devotional yesterday. I heard it with uh, my wife, Beth, and she said something that kind of stuck with me and that God is too good for us to focus in on ourselves when we're going through hard times. It's okay to go through hard times, but God is too good. He is too good, and he's worthy of praise. So let's sing, because there's more than 10,000 reasons to bless his name. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, O oh my soul, I worship His holy name, and sing like never before, O oh my soul, I worship Your holy The sun comes up, it's a new day dawning. It's time to sing your song again. Whatever may pass and whatever lies before me, let me be singing when the Oh 
professional for 10, 12 years. And I bring that up because working with people and their vision, you realize how precious vision is. Your eyesight is so precious. And even with one eye going bad, you notice it. Most people notice. But let's talk about our spiritual eyes today because we need to be able to see spiritually. So my prayer today is, God, 
Open the eyes of my heart. And open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. Sing it out. And I want to see you. And open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. And I want to see you. To see you high and lifted up. Shining in the light of your glory. Pour out your power and love as we sing holy, holy, holy to see you high and lifted up, shining in the light of your glory. Pour out your power and love as we sing holy, holy, holy. Together we're going to sing. Holy, 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 Jesus. Holy, 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 I want to see you.
heads with me, church. Bow your heads with me in the presence of Almighty God. God, we sing to you today because you are holy, Lord. You are worthy to be praised. You are worthy to be worshipped. Even when a week has been crazy long and everything hasn't seemed to be going right, you are still God and you are still holy and worthy to be praised. And we come to you this morning to say that, to sing that, to live that. Lord, we pray for all those um, who are with us this morning those whose hands we might be holding right now, those we're standing next to, we, we lift them up to you this morning. All those who are watching online, God, you see the needs, you know what's going on in their lives. We just pray you're covering upon them. God, have your hand upon this service. Have your hand upon this word. I pray you speak before me. Go before me, Lord. Touch a heart. Touch a backslider this morning. Touch a life, God. Draw someone back home, we pray in Jesus' name. And we cast out the lie of the enemy that want to lie to your children and let them and, and, and tell them that they're not good enough. Tell them that, that uh, they don't have it. Tell them that uh, they aren't worthy, Lord. Uh, we, we, we cast out the enemy and his lies right now in Jesus' name. The blood of Jesus over your children. The blood of Jesus over our church. And over all those who are watching, God, speak to a life. Speak to a heart. Touch somebody in their finances this morning. Somebody who's who's maybe barely making it, Lord. Move a mountain. Split the sea, Lord, we pray in their situation. We thank you, Lord, for the opportunity that we have to worship you. What an honor, what a privilege it is. We thank you, we pray for all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Please stay standing for the word. Worship team, you may be dismissed. Um, if you have your Bibles uh, while we're standing, please turn to Psalms 40. Psalms 40, if you could, please. Uh, if you don't have one, we have it on the screen here for you. Hallelujah. It says Psalms 40 right here, one through, one through five. It says, I waited patiently for the Lord. And he inclined to me and heard my cry. He also brought me up out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock and established my steps. He has put a new song in my mouth. Praise to our God. Many will see it in fear. And will trust in the Lord. Blessed is that man who makes the Lord his trust and does not respect the proud, nor such as turn aside to lies. O Lord my God, are your wonderful works which you have done, and your thoughts toward us cannot be recounted to you in order. If I would declare and speak of them, 
they are more than can be numbered. Amen. You may be seated this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. Isn't it good to be in God's house this morning? Amen. Amen. Thank you, sister. It's good to see you, Edgar. Good to see you, brother. Amen. Good to see you, Sabrina. Valentine. Amen. Um, Carol Sherwood, it's good to have you, sister. Good to see you. Hallelujah. Who's ready to have church? Who's ready? Brothers, good to see you. Mr. Juan, good to see you, Cynthia. Oh, my goodness. You look good, man. Wow, wow. Good to see you, brother. How are you doing? Good. Mike and Yvonne, good to see you guys. Hallelujah. It's good to see you, sister. Brother, Bob, good to see you. Amen. We could be here all morning saying good to see you. Who's ready to hear the word? Amen. Amen. I'm ready. I want to preach a sermon I've titled, I Will Wait for You. Lord, I will wait for you. Have you ever asked the question, um, why isn't God responding to my prayer? Have you ever asked the question, why is it taking so long? If we all say amen together, no one's going to know I'm talking about you. What is going on? Why has God promoted somebody else and not me? Why? Why has this person got a raise? Why are they? Why are they moving up in life? What? Why did this not happen to them? Why did they get the vaccine and not me? It's 2021. Why has not my marriage changed? Why did she get married and my knight in shining armor hasn't come yet? I'm going to hear, I'm here to tell you this morning, there are benefits to waiting on God. King David is reflecting on his journey and what he's gone through. Trials and rejections, problems, issues in his life. He's gone through so much. King David, from a shepherd boy to everything that he's gone, he's gone through so much. And he wants us to get this in our hearts this morning. We live in a culture of an impatient people. We want what we want, and we want it now. Matter of fact, yesterday was too late. God hit me up hard last week as um, we've been going through this remodel. And um, I have to be honest with you folks. I... I want it done now. Amen. Thank you, brother. <laughs> Normally, as a staff on Mondays, we ask how the you know, you know, how's everything going? What's the vibe of the church? The people, you know, just construction in the way. With that big amen there, I know the answer now. <laughs> I want it done too, brother. Trust me. Um, and but how many know God's time is the best time? We live in this microwave, get it now, claim it now, culture, fast food, I want it now, which when I'm going to Starbucks, hey, we want it, it's good to get it quick. But when it comes to things in life, spiritual things, sometimes it's okay and it's good to wait on God. Many people get tired of waiting on God. They get tired of him waiting, waiting to change the situation. And we make the mistake of taking matters into our own hands. 
I want to talk to some people here this morning. When I was, when I was worshiping, when I came down, I could sense, I could feel there's some people. You're frustrated right now. More than frustrated, you're tired. You've been waiting for something for a long time. There's somebody watching online with us. You're exhausted. You're ready for a change. And God is not moving as quickly as you would like him to. I was talking to somebody a few months ago who used to go to this church. They said, you know, I stopped going there because I was going through something for two years. God never listened to me. So where are you going now? I'm not going anywhere. Two years. I'm like, wow, a whole two years. Who knows Abraham in the Bible? God gave him a word. said, you might give you a son. He waited 25 years for God to move. God has a time frame of his own, and there's a reason why God sometimes doesn't move as quickly as we would like him to. Amen. There's a purpose behind it. There's a reason. He's doing some things in our lives. My son Carlos, he asked me the other day. He said, Dad, you think I can take the car and go to Rayleigh's for you? Amen. He wants to drive right now. And I guarantee you, if I gave him the keys, he would do it. He would say, thanks, Dad. Uh, how do we do this again? <laughs> but how you know he's not ready yet? Sorry, Carlos, you're not ready yet, bud. He's not ready yet. I mean, I, you know, we can get out there in the dirt hills, but he's not, he, he's not ready. There's some things that, that he needs to learn. Right. And David says right here, King David says in the 40th Psalm, I waited. I waited, but he not only waited, he said, I waited patiently for the Lord. When he says I waited patiently for the Lord is one Hebrew word that takes more English words uh, to explain. Waited patiently. I am in a position of hope and expectations. I got something that I'm looking and wanting God to do for me, and I'm in a posture. I like that. I'm in a posture of expectation and hope. And I'm looking for God to work it out. And it keeps going. And while I'm looking for him to work it out, David says, I'm committed. I'm still committed. I'm not going anywhere. Stay with God. Follow God in his ways. And, and, and instead of doing it my way, he says, I'm committed. And here's where we mess up because we go one way or the other. Sometimes we have expectations and God is not moving and responding like we want him to. We get upset. We quit the church. We quit. We quit God. We, we quit our friends. We, we, we just run and we say, I'm done. And we give up on patiently waiting. I, see, I have to be honest with you. I'm looking out in this congregation without putting people on the spot. I see some people here this morning who have been patiently waiting who have patiently waited. There are people online with us this morning who are patiently waiting. I'm such a blessed pastor to be a part of a church where people I can look at and say, these are patient people. If they can put up with me, they're patient people, amen. You weren't supposed to laugh, but it's okay. How I many you know God has got us through some things? God has got us through some dark valleys. And instead of us backsliding, sliding into our old ways, giving in, taking matters into our own hands, 
you've done the opposite. Patiently means I'm going to have an attitude of hope and expectation and stay connected to God. That's what I'm going to do. As a teenager, that's what I'm going to do. My parents are driving me up the wall. But I'm going to stay. I'm going to listen to them. I'm going to obey them. I'm going to, I'm going to stay and, and obey God. My assignment today is to tell you, church, to let you know that you should wait on God. But here's what David says. This is why I waited on God. This is what David says right here. He says, I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me and heard my cry. Do you have that up on the screen? I waited patiently for the Lord. So point number one, he will incline and hear. Here's what inclined means. Inclined means he turns aside in your and my direction. He looked in your direction. He knelt down to incline to you and me. Okay. Father, forgive them, for we know not what we do. I don't think they heard me. The God of the universe turned aside and inclines to you and I. Amen. Thank you, Father. <laughs> because I don't know about you, but I've asked, Lord, why have you forsaken me? Where did you go? Why aren't you moving in this situation right now? What's happening? I'm waiting on him. King David says, I waited and I stuck with him. And because I waited on him, he's now leaning in my direction. What a beautiful thing it is. Out of all the people in the world, all the problems in the world, when we wait on God, he will lean in our direction. <laughs> Amen. I love the scripture. It says, he, he inclined to me. And then he says right here, and heard my cry. He, he heard me. He's listening to me. He's, he's listening to you. And this word cry, though, I want to spend a little time right here because I don't want us to make stake this cry. This cry, I had to really look at this because I said, oh, man, this is good. Now I can just have a pity party. That's not what this cry is right here. Because I don't know about you, but there are times I could be a crybaby. But this cry right here does not mean God is responding to our emotions. This cry right here doesn't mean God is, is allowing us to, to have a pity party, to throw a tantrum, what do you call that when the kids throw a, um, a tantrum? You know, they're throwing a pity party. This is not what this cry is right here. God doesn't move until the time is right. Patiently waiting is recognizing right now is not my time. Right now is not the time, but the God of heaven is orchestrating and he's working some things out in the background for me. Amen. He's moving some things around and when, he, and, the, and when the time is right, that's when it will happen. Amen. It's not us that giving up that moves the heart of God. It's not us saying, you know what, I'm out of here. That doesn't move the heart of God. 
It's not our doubt that moves the heart of God. It's not my depression that moves the heart of God. It's when I say, Lord, I will wait patiently for you and trust in you alone. It's faith that moves the heart of God. It's when we make an appeal to him and we pray that moves the heart of God. So number one, he will incline and hear. Let's go verse number two. He also brought me up. King David said, he also brought me up out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay. Number two, God will bring you up to set you up. He will bring us up to set us up. Someone here this morning, you're in a pit. You're in a miry clay. You're in some sticky situations. You look good on the outside. You came here this morning, but there's some things going on in your life in the background that you wouldn't want nobody to know. Amen. You're, 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 you're in a place of destruction. You're, 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 you're in a situation where, where there's nothing you can do to fix it. This is where King David was, but he says right here, he says, he says, but and set my feet upon a rock and established my steps. Oh my gosh. I got a clear path now. I have a clear direction. I was in the pit of discouragement. I was in the pit of despair. My marriage was in a pit. My, my, my relationship with my family was in a pit. My job was in a pit. I was in a sticky situation. But now you, you, have, you have put me on solid ground. That word feet means path or walk. He says directs my path on solid rock. That means a strong place. I was in a place I, I couldn't get out of. I didn't know where to go. I, I didn't know what to do. And you brought me up and you set my feet. Now I have direction in my life. Now I got purpose in my life. Amen. Amen. I got something to look forward to now. I'm on solid ground. He's saying, because I waited. Church, I want to tell you this morning, don't quit your job. Teenager, don't quit school. Don't quit your church. Don't quit the ministry. Don't quit on your family. Don't quit on your husband or your wife. Don't quit. Hold tight. And in due season, because of your faithfulness, God will put you on solid rock. Amen. And then right here it says, so number one, he will incline and hear. Number two, he will get you up to set you up. Sorry, I, I like to write float. I like to, I like to write rap sometimes, so my, my things are like kind of like, like rap songs, so I apologize. <laughs> he will get you up to set you up. That's why we wait. Number three. Number three right here. Let's, let's read verse number three. He has put a new song in my mouth. I know for some, someone this morning, you're saying, man, um, I, was, I, was, I came to church to hear something. I'm going to tell you this morning. Things might be going good, but when you're going to have a rough day, and it's going to take some years some things are going to be happening in your life. And you say, man, when is this going to happen? I'm telling you right here, this verse speaks so much to me. God will give you a new song. You don't have to sing the blues anymore. 
You don't have to sing the song of drama anymore. Amen? You don't have to turn on the radio anymore and hear those songs that make you cry. And make you, you can be singing a new song. A song of hope. A song of future. A song of peace. A new song. Some, someone might be saying right now, though, Pastor, why do I have to wait? He answers it for us right here. He says, many will see it and fear. And I and will trust in the Lord. Many will see it and will trust in the Lord. You know what that tells me? People are watching us. When I think of this verse right here, I think of the time when my family, when my parents gave their life to Jesus. I remember no class, no AA meeting, nothing could have took my dad away from drinking. Nothing could have took my parents away from the lifestyle they were living. Nobody could have told them anything. And so when I saw my dad give his life to Christ and his life changed, and when he came home, he was no longer cussing. He was no longer smoking. He was no longer drinking. He was no longer hitting my mom. I said, there has to be a God. And who is this God? I want to know who this is. I want to live for him. I want to serve him. If this is what God can do, that's who I want, and that's what I want in my life. It says right here, many will see it and fear and will trust in the Lord. Whether you like it or not, people are watching you and I. People are watching us. And the enemy wants us to quit. The enemy wants us to stop. He wants us to give up. And if truth be told, we have gone through some crazy things. We, we, keep, we could right now say, you know what? We, we could have been in a sane asylum. We could have said, you know what, I'm just giving, I'm, I'm done. We could have. We could have had a meltdown. We should have left the church, but by God's grace, we're still here. And people see that we don't have to turn to alcohol to fix our problems. People can see I don't have to go to the club when I want to do it my way and get my mind off what's going on in my life and make the situation worse. How do you know when you turn to alcohol, next thing you know, you got DUIs. You go to the club, next thing you know, you got STDs. You turn to yourself, next thing you know, you don't got God. I don't have to do any of that. I can turn to Jesus, and people can see that at my work, at where I'm at, at the store. They say, how did he get through this? How did you get through that? It's because I waited patiently on God. I waited patiently on God. They will say, who is this God that you serve? And I love verse 5. Many, O Lord, my God, are your wonderful works which you have done. And your thoughts toward us cannot be recounted to you in order. If I would declare and speak of them, they are more than can be numbered. Who here can think of all the things that God has done in your life and say, man, 
I have to be honest, church. I don't like waiting. I don't like waiting. Who here likes waiting? Thank you for your honesty. I don't like waiting. And I asked, I said, without getting too personal here, why do I have to wait? And God said, Jesus did. Jesus waited. You ever, you ever tell a kid to hold on? You ever tell a child to wait? I had a, my daughter's birthday party was yesterday. It was lovely, by the way. Unicorns and butterflies and just amazing. But try telling 10 little girls to wait and to stay still. It's kind of impossible. You know? You say, wait, hold on. And what do they do? I said, stay. Wait. Next thing. That, that's, that's what I do spiritually. When, when God tells me to wait, I was like this, you know. I said, wait, don't touch that. Don't, don't touch that. Pastor, it's shiny. It's shiny. I know it's shiny, but it's hot. Don't touch that. Don't touch that. It's not time yet. It's not time. I told you, it, 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 you don't want to, he's not ready, he's not, he's not serving God. I told you, sister, don't date him yet, it's not time. I know it looks good, I know she looks good, but she's hot, and it's not a good hot. When you touch this, you're going to get burned. It's not time yet. Jesus waited. Was Jesus any less of God when he was a baby than he was when he was announced? Honestly, be honest. Was he any less of God? He was God when he was two years old. Right? He was God when he was nine years old. He was God when he was 15 years old. When he was, when he was 25 years old, he was God. But he didn't get announced until when? Thank you. 30 years old. 30 years of preparation. 30 years of God molding him and shaping him and doing things in him. I'm sure at 12 years old, Jesus said, I'm ready. God said, it's not my time yet. I'm ready right now, Father. I'm ready. It's not time. 30 years of preparation. 30 years. And some people can't wait 30 minutes. 30 years. From the 30 years to three years of ministry. And from three years of ministry to three hours of hanging on the cross. From 6 o'clock to 9 o'clock to fulfill his purpose. And if he can do it, I say, Lord, I will wait. Who this morning will wait with me? Who this morning, who this morning will say, Pastor, I'm a little frustrated too. There's a lot going on. And not with the remodel. There's a lot going on in my life. I will wait. 
I will wait. Do I have anybody that will wait this morning? Let's bow our heads. Thank you. Amen. Let's bow our heads this morning. Hallelujah. You know, it helps me out, too, when I think about waiting on situations that even that I'm in right now, is our God has an amazing track record. He met the need that I had last year, the need that I had ten, uh, nine years ago, nine years ago. He met the need. He came through. It took some time, but he, he met the need. It wasn't time yet. But I look back and I say, wow, God, you moved. I'm so glad I didn't give in. I'm so glad I didn't give up. I'm so glad I didn't just say, hey, you know what? It's not worth the wait. No, it is worth the wait. Somebody here right now, you're looking for God. You're wanting God to do something this morning. You see, I've been, I've been waiting been waiting a long time looking for God to do something who this morning while we sing out this worship song who this morning who will come down to the altar and say Lord I give this to you God I've been getting a little impatient but Lord I'm going to give this to you this morning Lord I will wait who this morning will pray Isaiah says they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. They that wait upon the Lord. This morning, some people here this morning, while our brother sings, you need to come down to the altar and you need to say, God, I will wait. You need to come and lay it down at his feet and say, Lord, I've been holding on to this. I've been been trying to do this. but, But Lord, this morning, I give it to you. Let's all stand this morning. Our brother's going to sing out a song. We're going to worship him this morning. And if that's you this morning, I encourage you to come down to the altar. Come down and say, Lord, I will wait. I give this to you this morning. I'm going to take this off of me. Take this off. I'm done holding on to it. I'm done. And give it to God this morning before we pray. Hallelujah. Let me pray with you this morning. If that's you, come down to the altar and make it right with God. Come to the altar and give it, give it to God this morning. Amen. As our brother sings. I will wait. On you, Lord, till you come. I can almost hear the trumpet sound in the twinkling of an eye. I'll be gone. I can't wait to hear the words well done and well.
can almost hear the trumpet sound in the twinkling of an eye I'll be gone I can't wait to hear the words well done and well done faithful servant still warm in their veins, that they would not leave without making it right with you. If there's somebody online this morning, if you're watching with us online, I would encourage you to give your life to Jesus. Give them your heart. Give them your life. Father, we pray, Lord, that you would have your hand, God, upon all those in this place. These are your children. These are your people. God, we pray, God, for, for those, God, who made a commitment, those who prayed at the altar, those who prayed in their chair, Lord, this morning, for change, God, that you would hear their cry, hear their prayer the burdens that they face, Lord. I pray that you give us a heart and a spirit of patience. Sorry, church, I prayed for patience. Sorry. Give us a heart, Lord, for patience. Yes, I said it. And Lord, we will patiently wait for you. I pray, God, that we would not lose our faith, that we would keep our eyes on the cross, that we would keep our eyes on you. And we thank you in Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Folks, have a wonderful Sunday this morning. Thank you for coming out. If you're visiting with us, we want to say thank you. Have a wonderful day and God bless. Amen.